0: Hi everyone, it's Philip and welcome to Love Driven Builder. Today, New York is rainy and in today's episode, we're going to talk about rest. Who needs some rest this week? I'm definitely up for it, so let's get right into it. If you ask me why there was no episode during the past week, my answer is, I had no rest. I had no room, I had no juice, I was jammed, and I was crammed, and I was swamped over. Being a little bit more positive, I'm taking that craziness past week as a growth pain or a birth pain of this new nonprofit I'm working on since April. And yes, it is growing very quickly. We now have a carpentry program, we have electrical program, and we have online program. And we just had a HVAC workshop. We are about to begin the renovation of the on-site workshop building from Monday. And my praise report is that God had sent an angel during this week. Uh, to save me from the pit of overworks and ministry burnouts. It's someone whom I can trust and share my loads and assisting me so that I can focus on other major areas. I thank God and praise the Lord who knows it all and provides the help in His perfect, right time. Balance between work and rest is such important topic and that is why God, who actually doesn't need any rest, He exemplified and taught us by resting on the seventh day and let everyone and every creature and even the land follow the same rhythm of work and rest. It's so important that it is in the uh, Ten Commandments. God created this day and night from the beginning of this time so that we can turn off the light and go back to sleep. Jesus went into this place of the Olive Garden so often to pray and spend time with the Father, that is his rest. I have observed many occurrences where a passionate minister or a ministry staff who is so zealous, you know, ending up losing their faith because they ignore the balance of work and rest. As I practice 10,000 steps daily, for my physical body this quarter that's one of my goals it doubles the benefit actually because I can pray and pace myself uh, and rest in the beautiful nature while I do these physical activities so it really helps me especially before this uh, frantic course of the day full of schedules I'm going to face I just walk and pace myself beforehand so that I have some room, I have some rest, and I have this prayer uh, that strengthens me uh, throughout the day. As I shared to you in the very first podcast, I am an introvert, meaning that passionately presenting at a big gathering or preaching a sermon type of activities really wears me down. It really drains me. I was counting how many times I had to stand up and speak uh, during the past week, and it ended up to be five days during that week that I had to give either a presentation to a group or preaching to the the, the young believers uh, or some sort of meeting, and I had to prepare the PPT and you know. Um, You know why I couldn't do podcasting during the past week. I was completely drained or daydreaming after that event of each day. Um, You know, I just want to be spiritually awake and watchful for this uh, ministry burnout that could happen to anyone. I I wanted to think about the economics of energy, Uh, recognizing that I am limited and my energy is Uh, very small actually I'm not like you know somebody who's full of energy and um, especially the balance between work and the rest so we're gonna talk about that today a little story of mine comes from an architecture studio in Paris where I studied European architectures and I ended up giving my life to the Lord maybe in the fuller detail I'm gonna share maybe in another episode but There, um, what happened was that, you know, the professor, architecture professor, was telling me that if I wanted to do architecture major and become an architect, that means I am willing to spend 80 hours a week in the studio making models. I almost failed to graduate, as you can imagine, because instead of doing my models, I studied the Bible. And... gave the Bible studies uh, to a group uh, of students and friends instead of, you know, that that was my entire junior and senior years. I can tell you all about these professors who, you know, have favoritism to a certain students or giving very harsh critiques to students who are like almost crying, uh, making students work so hard over the night and then suddenly change the idea in the morning and start a new project. (laughs) So kind of my admiration for architecture sort of grew dim while the word of God became the lamp unto my feet and the fresh water for the thirst. And something to note here, I, who is very, very sensitive to the lack of sleep in general, I had slept two hours every day. I recall the only place of rest during the day I could pray, I could call out to God in my desperations was this bathroom in the studio. I remember how God was restoring my strength and even a new architectural idea had come out of that water closet in this private and holy bathroom I call. I disappeared for such a long time or very very often that Some of my classmates had wondered, what's happening to Philip's stomach these days? Well, the answer was, it was not the stomach, but with my heart, the deepest of my heart. I was praising God in the storm. I mean, in the bathroom. Jesus especially before he was facing the crowd or he was going to do a great miracle often he set aside his time to be alone and spend quiet times with God many times we're trying to rest or go home or go off to a vacation but the problem number one is we bring our works with us to a place of rest or Problem number two is, we bring us, who is so workaholic, who always, all the time, thinking about the work, so really nothing is going to work. What we do during our rest is so important. Jesus, He spent time alone with the Father, and there was the true rest. The second scripture reading comes from Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. In New International Version, it says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find the rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know the yoke in the time of the New Testament had spaces for two cows to be installed. So the yoke, it binds two animals together and it sort of locks in as one team for the day. And basically you're going in the same direction and the same speed with the other cow. So who is the other cow? Jesus is saying, take my yoke upon you. He's not saying here that now that you're saved, take my heavy responsibility. Rather, Jesus is saying, I'll help carry your burden. Come join me in the same yoke and learn from me how the Son of God carries His burden. Of course, when we work with Jesus, my burden will be lighter, my stress will be relieved, my heart will be joyful and peaceful. We'll look at the last scripture reading that's from Hebrews chapter 4, verse 9 to 11. It says, So then there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For whoever has entered God's rest has also rested from his works as God did from his. Let us therefore strive to enter that rest so that no one may fall by the same sort of disobedience. While emphasizing the Sabbath and importance of the rest, the recorder of Hebrews is talking about the history of Israel. When the Israelites were entering into the Canaan land, which is the promised land, where the milk and honey was prophesied to be overflow, what happened instead was that Joshua and his army had to fight 33 kings Imagine you've entered the land of rest that was promised but that's the only the beginning of numerous battles to fight but endure it says strive to in, enter the rest the cosmic rest the rest of God's kingdom for me personally what it says to me is that our journey of faith is not without problems. This world has so much problem, and we're in that same world as Christians. But because Jesus was carrying the load with us, and our burdens became lighter, we thrive in that rest of spending time with the Lord, worshiping God, we regain the strength to continue fighting the rest of the battles. As we follow the Great Commission, as we strive to make a highway for the Lord, as we work to speed up God's kingdom to come on earth as it is in heaven, it certainly is not an easy task. That's why Hebrews chapter 4 is warning, saying that, Strive to enter that rest so that no one may fall by the same sort of disobedience. So that we won't be like Israelites who complained and complained and ended up disobeying God in the midst of hardships. They became angry, they were shouting at God, and they ended up disobeying God um, in in this process. So strive to enter that rest daily and have a heartfelt longing for entering into the final eternal rest eternal heaven where there will be no more tears, no more sorrows, no more pain, but we will be worshiping God together and with the Lord Jesus Christ forever and ever. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the rest. We thank you for the Sabbath that you have commanded. It is a commandment, but it is for us. We thank you, Jesus, for carrying our loads, carrying our yokes together, and making our burdens lighter. We see your presence in this world that's full of problems. We sense your great miracles in what seems to be hopeless. We're incapable, Lord, but please help us increase our faith and follow the great commission to bring your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. And the greatest of all the rest, the eternal security in heaven that you are inviting us to, into this many rooms that Jesus had prepared beforehand. We want to do our best, Lord, but our best is possible when we rest. Help me today, help all of us today who are listening to the podcast, who just finished their race for the busy week, or beginning the new busy one. Teach them how to rest by being alone with you, by spending time with you, so that they can regain their strength and do your will wherever they are. We thank you, Lord, and in Jesus' name we prayed. Amen. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I wish you have a great week pacing, not just racing, but balancing your work days so that you can experience the great things that God is in store for your week. We love you. God loves you. And see you next time.
1: Hi, this is Youngjin from New York City. First, I want to thank the Love Driven Builder podcast for amazing stories that they have been sharing. It's a soft but very powerful touch that it refreshes my perspectives about the path of faith as well as enables me to feel God's presence in my life. I was especially touched by episode 7, What is your vision? I sometimes feel lost thinking why I'm here and what I'm doing. Or am I doing right? Or am I on the right path? But the episode reminded me that God created me, and He has a great vision and plan for me, which He started even before I was born. So I am part of God's amazing plan, and His dream is much greater, and His vision is much higher than mine. It's an amazingly comforting and empowering message. There are times I feel things are so heavy and burdensome, I feel incapable and so overwhelmed and want to give up. My weakness frustrates me. But through the message, I was reminded again that I'm wrong in thinking that I'm here and given the work by my will and my choice. No, it's not. When I am filled with myself, I cannot hear God's voice. I have to pray and seek God for His will and His guidance. And amazingly, God is with me all the time. It's just me who cannot listen to His voice. Whatever I do, wherever I go, the Lord is with me. God is always at work, and He always protects and carefully guides me according to His perfect plan. I want to confess God that my vision is in Him, and my conviction comes from believing in Him. I want to fix my eyes unto Jesus Christ only who reveal the greatest and perfect love. It's such amazing grace and glory of God that He allowed me to participate in His plan. And He called me knowing that I am weak and insufficient. He wants to look at my heart. So when I come before God with the help of the Holy Spirit and through Jesus Christ, God will surely work within me and fulfill His plan. I want to keep relying on God and hold on to His word that He could be glorified in my weakness and reveal His great power through the fruits that He will allow me to bear. I am so grateful for this What Is Your Vision episode um, that it made me really think of where I am now and where I am heading in my path of faith. Thank you so much, love, Children Builder.